to WOW, news from the world's fixers and doers. We're trying something a little different in this issue of the WOW newsletter. Instead of focusing in depth on one story, we're bringing you a roundup of news items that show how people around the world are coming up with solutions to our common problems. I'm Alistair and I'm here with Clarice, a young journalist who will be helping me shed light on these issues. Now, Clarice, tell me, you've been podcasting since before they invented podcasts, right? Yes. Thanks, Alastair, and hello, everyone. I'm really happy to be here. And yes, that's right. Since I was very little, I've always loved telling stories and recording them. Many years ago with old-fashioned tape recorders. So yes, I was podcasting without even knowing it. So, Alastair, tell me, you've been working on this issue of woe. Do you feel there's a theme there that comes out? Yes, Clarissa, I think there is a theme that we see all the time in WOW, and that's broadly speaking that the world is full of people putting their talents to work in finding ways to make life better. We also see people working in different ways on different problems. We've got exciting news from the cutting edge of science about a super fast computer that may open up vast possibilities for solving problems. And we've also got people looking at ways to tackle pollution and climate change by harnessing techniques that people mastered centuries ago, whether it's planting forests, or capturing the sun's rays, or sailing ships. In a different kind of science, we hear from the youngest ever winner of the Nobel Prize in Economics about being inspired by her fortunate childhood to go out and help kids who are not so lucky. And in medicine, we celebrate confirmation that polio, a disease that used to kill millions of kids all over the world until really quite recently, has been almost completely wiped out. We also look at the man who's just broken a huge symbolic barrier for all of humanity by running a marathon in less than two hours. At WOW, we like to think of three big areas where people are making a difference and fixing problems. Our news stories feature people who are trying to keep our planet in good shape, folk who have ideas that bring us together as a human community, and we look at people inspiring men, women and kids who find ways to help us each as individuals to be healthy and happy. So this week, Clarice, we've got stories on all of these. That's great, Alastair. As you say, we like to hear from people who show examples of how we can all make our own lives better. Who would you say is doing that this week? I think we all have to pay attention to Eliud Kipchoge. He's not exactly a household name, but he's pretty well known in athletics. He's the world record holder for the marathon. He set the record last year in a race which he won in a time that was a little bit more than two hours. Now, of course, we're not suggesting that you or me or any of our readers out there are likely to get anywhere near matching Elliot at running. I run quite a lot, but I can tell you that I would struggle to run as fast as he does for even a few seconds, let alone for two hours. Now, Elliot starts with some advantages. His body is naturally well adapted to running long distances, and there's a culture of running where he grew up in Kenya. Elliot ran three kilometers to school every day. But what's really interesting is how Elliot is not just better than me at running. That's pretty easy. But he's better than thousands of other also very highly trained athletes. As you can read in the newsletter, his challenge was to do what people said was impossible for any human being even for him, to run a marathon that's 42 kilometers in less than two hours, a time that would be nearly knocking two minutes off his own record. 
but he got himself organized. He focused on the goal. He trained hard with his team at a camp in Kenya where even the world champion has to do his share of cooking dinner and cleaning the toilets. And he convinced himself that he could overcome his body's pain to achieve his dream. Athletics is not so much about the legs, Elliot says. It's about the heart and about the mind. And he wants us all to know that whatever problems we face, we can all excel if we put our minds to it. Listen to what he said just a few minutes after completing the world's first sub-two-hour marathon. I'm the happiest man to run under two hours in order to inspire many people, to tell people that uh, no human is limited, you can do it. Whoa, extraordinary. He doesn't even sound out of breath. Absolutely. Uh, but there are many different ways that people can make a difference. Uh, you've looped into our story about the Nobel Prize winner, right? Yes, that's right. You know that the Nobel Prizes are basically the world's biggest, most famous awards, mostly for scientists, but also for writers and for people who help make peace where there's been fighting. The prizes are given out in late September, and this year the Economics Prize was won by Isra Duflo, along with her husband and another economist who worked with them. Now economists study how people buy and sell things, how money goes around, and countries and companies trade with each other. So it's a science that often seems to be about big business or politics. But Esther shows it's also important for economists to get out and see how ordinary people live if they are to find ways to make life better. In Esther's case, she went to live among some of the very poorest people in the world, in India and in Africa to see what mattered to them when they had to make difficult choices about how to spend their time and their energy when they barely had enough to it. The result was a whole range of simple practical experiments that have led to proven, workable solutions which Esther and her colleagues have created that have really improved the lives of poor families, especially children, helping them learn better at school and be better protected from disease without depending on the governments spending more money. Listen to what she said on the day she won the prize. The world today is full of somewhat uh, depressing news, especially in the international geopolitical stage. And in the middle of this depressing news, the one hopeful thing there is is that the fate of the world's poor has really tremendously improved over the last three decades. That's good to hear. So, really, Esther Duflo has used real scientific experiment to improve people's lives with economics. Now, the other big science news at the moment is very different. And to be honest, we don't really know how or even if it will help us yet. Google, the internet company, says it has tested a completely new kind of computer. They call it a quantum computer because it uses ideas that come from quantum physics. That's a branch of science that is famously hard to explain, so I'm not really going to try. Oh, go on. Ah, well, perhaps the simplest way I've heard is this. Normal computers essentially solve problems by asking a series of questions to which the answers can either be yes or no. This is called a binary system, one of two. When you break our computers down, they're machines that can set switches to either off or on, yes or no. They can do complicated things very fast because they can answer thousands of questions in a second, 
but each question has only one of two answers. Where we get into the world of quantum, we're getting away from off or on, yes or no, black or white. The answers can be maybe or grey, maybe many shades of grey. A computer that can work like that could, in theory, be a lot quicker than one which has to work through answering each question in only one of two ways. Well, frankly, don't ask me how it works. But Google have said that they built a quantum computer that solved a particularly tricky, although to us not very interesting, problem in a bit more than three minutes. Now, they said that even the best normal computers would have taken thousands of years. Now, other computer companies who looked at Google's results said that was a bit over the top. They reckoned that their really fast computers could have done the same job in a couple of days. Still, even if Google's machine managed to do in three minutes what the best computer today would still take two days to complete, that is a pretty amazing acceleration. The idea that we could make a computer like that now seems more real, although experts say it still could be years before they become really available. Remember, scientists had figured out on paper how to build today's computers, or at least how they would work in theory, years and years before they were actually able to build one that was capable of doing more than a few simple sums. Still, a very much faster computer could help us solve important problems that we have today, say in forecasting the weather or how diseases work in really complicated ways. Well, it sounds like we'll have to wait and see, but it could be amazing. That about wraps it up from us for the issue of the World Newsletter. We hope you've enjoyed reading and listening. Remember, if you have friends you think would be interested, do ask your parents to pass on the link to the newsletter. Fill in our questionnaire also to let us know what you think of WOW and what you'd like to hear more about. And do have some fun taking our quiz this week. See if you can match our champs who have got full points. This has been Clarice and Alistair. Until the next time, have fun and think positive.